If you appreciate the information that is on this show and you think that it can help other veterans throughout the United States, share the site, veteransimpact.com. If you are someone with the financial means to support the show, please consider donating so that we can continue putting out this work. You can visit veteransimpact.com forward slash sponsors. The financial help will go directly back into the show by allowing us to purchase ad time, advertise for the show, travel to collect intel, and give back to other veterans who may be in need. If you would like to sponsor the show, meaning you would like to advertise on our show, please email info at veteransimpact.com. Here's the bonus. For every $100 that you spend advertising with us, we will put 10% of that ad revenue toward helping a veteran-owned business brand themselves. That means that up-and-coming veteran entrepreneurs who have little to no marketing budget will be able to benefit and reach our listeners and followers as well. So not only are you helping yourself, but you are also helping us continue this show and helping a veteran by affording them the opportunity to get a leg up for success. That's it. Veterans, you've got your DD-214, now what? Join Reveille Joe on the Veterans Impact Radio Show as we discuss benefits, stories from the battlefield, financial advice, and events that will plug you and your family into the community. As veterans, we will provide the knowledge to help prepare you for a new mission, a successful civilian life. Whether you're a jarhead, zoomy, squid, coasty, or grunt, you're one of us now. A United States military veteran. And now your hosts, Matthew O'Dell and Zachary Sarge Bell. Thank you for joining us today on the Veterans Impact Radio Show. Zach and I are excited about today's show, as always. Today we have Blake Hogan from The Bunker. But before we get to Blake, he's in studio with us today, and um, he's got some really awesome information. But Zach, um, what do we do here on the Veterans Impact Radio Show? We provide information for the journey ahead. What information? Like All specific. the information you need to transition out of the military, post-military career, how to find out your benefits, how to start a small business, how to enroll in school, how to do everything and everything that we can find for any and all service members and their families. It is a, a wide array of information. We go even cooking tips. A couple weeks ago, we had cooking tips. Yep. Um, kind of. Yeah, kind of, yeah. And you actually, Zach from uh, um, Electric, Electric Slider. Sliders came on and uh, gave us some information about that. But also, um, you went to try Zach's uh, hamburgers the other day, sliders. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't like to brag, but I get a lifetime pass. And uh, and you guys, were, you guys were giving me crap about wanting free stuff that episode. I mean, you, you just got to follow through. And, uh, but it doesn't matter now because Chrissy said I can't keep eating sliders for work four times a day. But what? they're delicious. Because it's adding the pounds? You know what? That's a personal issue, and I don't hey, really want to talk about it. We, but can, yeah. we can talk about it. We're brothers, man. We're brothers. But it's 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 really packing on the weight in the worst ways. Like, uh, you know what they say, second on the lips, you know, pounds on the hips. Mm, I'd never heard that before. But Listen, I don't feel good about myself. Anyway, so Blake Hogan. <laughs> Blake yes. Hogan from the Entrepreneur Center and also from the Bunker has got amazing things he's going to tell us today on the episode. It's going to be a great time. Um, Marine, he's got a great story and an even better story now what he's doing uh, post-military career and how he's continuing to serve his community both locally and nationally. So before we get to Blake, though, we, we really want to stress that it is about 
veterans. This show is about veterans to help them navigate through this new life called civilian life. And the only way that we're going to be able to provide you the best information is if you contribute. You can contribute by going to our Facebook page. You can go to veteransimpact.com. You can also email us at info at veteransimpact.com for, um, various, for various issues, whether it's uh, you're suffering from post-traumatic stress or you have depression or you need to find out where do I go to look for a small business loan? We yeah. have those. We have that network in place to find the answer for you, so you don't have to struggle and figure out what do I do. Yeah, and questions will never get answers unless they're asked. And so the only way we can be useful to our anyone in particular, especially even do the things that we do now, is if people ask and look. You know, and a lot of it's going to take a lot of effort on your own part individually to be able to get in there and do different things to make sure you follow through on it. But we can point you in the right direction. That's what we try to do every day in every episode. Yes. So what we're going to do is you're going to grab an ink stick, a pen, or a lead stick, a pencil. You guys heard that before? Like you've, you've heard that, obviously. Yeah, I've heard it before. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. We'll I've never heard it. Make sure that <laughs> make sure you grab <laughs> good, something yeah. to write with. If you don't want to take notes and you don't want to spend the time writing notes down in your car while you're listening to this episode, make sure you go to veteransimpact.com for the best information you could possibly have to navigate through civilian life. We'll be right back after this message from our sponsors and uh, right here with uh, Blake Hogan, right here at the studio. Hey guys, this is Matthew with the Veterans Impact Radio Show. Have questions about your DD-214 or benefits? Email us. It's that easy at info at veteransimpact.com for more information. Hi, this is John with Indo Nashville, the premier co-working office space for entertainment industry entrepreneurs and professionals. Perfectly situated between Music Row, the Gulch, and downtown in the heart of Sobro, located at 632 Fog Street. Indo Nashville is three floors with over 11,000 square feet of co-working space, meeting rooms, and songwriting rooms. For information on Indo Nashville, go to IndoNashville.com. That's I-N-D-O-Nashville.com. Souls for Souls, the Nashville-based nonprofit that collects and distributes shoes and clothing to people in need is proud to sponsor Salute for Souls, a program designed to help veterans and their spouses start their own small businesses. Salute for Souls is similar to a franchise, but without the upfront cost to the veteran. Start your own business and help Souls for Souls wear out poverty. To find out how, visit soulsforsouls.org. That's S-O-L-E-S, the number four, S-O-U-L-S dot org. Souls for Souls. Murfreesboro Business Machine, your smart business solution. Locally owned, MBM has been solving business office issues for over 17 years. If your business needs to print it, copy it, fax it, scan it, or mail it, we can help. Call us today and speak with one of our friendly staff to get started on solutions for solving your business office issues. Find us on Facebook or mbmsmartsolutions.com. That's mbmsmartsolutions.com. Neither the United States of America nor the world community of nations can tolerate deliberate deception and offensive threats on the part of any nation. This is Jacob Schick with 22 Kill. Professor Ken McLeish from the Center for Medicine, Health, and Society at Vanderbilt University. This is Drew Hernandez from a combat veteran. I'm Max. I'm the creator of Terminal Land. This is Ryan Weaver, and you're listening to the Veterans Impact Radio Show. Thank you. 
Welcome back to the Veterans Impact Radio Show. Today we have Blake Hogan, not Paul Hogan's brother's cousin, but the Blake Hogan from the bunker. And Zach, you are actually uh, talking to Blake about his his extensive background uh, in the military and also in civilian life. So once you, I'm going to give you the, the the reins here. You introduce it. Yeah, uh, today we're joined by Blake Hogan um, from the Nashville Entrepreneur Center. Um, he is the director of business partnerships and also the founder and executive director of Bunker Labs uh, in Nashville. Uh, soon to be coming, right? Yeah, absolutely. So we just uh, new Nashvillians or Nashvillians, as I like to say, um, just moved here about sixty days ago. Took over the reins at the EC and are launching what will be now the ninth or 10th bunker location around the country. Okay, EC. What is EC? EC? So the EC is the Nashville Entrepreneur Center. So EC.co is where you can find out all things related to the front door for entrepreneurship here in the South. So tell us a little bit about your background in the military, because most of our listeners will be veterans or people that are currently serving in the military, but also civilians. So, um, Let's find out about how you got into working in this space. Yeah, so I had a very, very unorthodox career in the Marine Corps. Uh, I was commissioned in 2008, so we're surging into Iraq. I've got plans to go into infantry officer course, and uh, God had a different plan for me. I I busted my foot and hip at at the end of the basic school. And the thing that sucks about it, I don't even have a cool story. My my body just fell apart. And uh, so, you know, thanks to the the wonders of naval medicine, it took about a year to figure out what was wrong, a year to do surgery and rehab, a year to do a medical board. So my official title in the Marine Corps was Marine Guy. Uh, I just did whatever the hell I could do to to serve, to include writing my own orders at one point to go be a public affairs officer because I figured I wouldn't get anybody killed. And uh, that didn't didn't go over so well, but I think they appreciated my initiative, good initiative, bad judgment, judgment. as they would say. Mm -hmm. Um, So... You know, when I got out in 2012, I, um, you know, essentially had watched the war go by on CNN and realized that, um, you know, I wasn't able to make the impact that I wanted to. And I decided that I needed to find my, a new mission and uh, went up to Syracuse University, went to this entrepreneurial boot camp for veterans. It was a you know, world class program and it just clicked. I was like, these are the dudes that I want to spend time with. These are the people that I want to be around with. They're going to do extremely well, but they want to keep their integrity in the process. And, um, so roundabout way, um, ended up at the entrepreneur center, um, spent the last two years living in Austin, Texas and, and launched the bunker labs at Austin with a fellow Marine and soldier there. And, and it's just, you know, for me, I got really sick and tired of explaining how I, I didn't do what I wanted to do in the Marine Corps. So mm-hmm. my, my short answer is I didn't do what I came to do. So I'm doing it now as a vet and, you know, my new mission is to, is to serve and help launching awesome companies all over the country. Awesome. So what does that mean, launching new companies? What? How does the bunker uh, get involved with veterans? What is Bunker? Yeah, yeah so, so Bunker, simply put, is a, a locally connected community of military entrepreneurs. So it's a professional network of military entrepreneurs with a national reach. So you've got Bunker Labs that was started by Todd Connor, a Navy veteran who actually served on USS Bunker. So that's where the name comes from because all of us Marines and any soldiers are like, look, dude, what, what's with the bunker? That's where we go to hide. Like, we don't hide. We fight. And he's like, guys, it was a ship. I drove a ship, the USS Bunker. So we let them have it. Um, and yeah. so, but, uh, but yeah, so anyway, so the bunker started with a really, really simple mission is have these key markets all around the country 
that guys could immediately plug into, whether it's Chicago, Silicon Valley, Manhattan, D.C., Philly, Austin, uh, Nashville now, and be able to immediately locate, close with, and destroy, as they would say. But just really good groups of folks where you're, you're going – the base of the program is pretty straightforward, 14 weeks of a, uh, a curriculum, and you tend to be with companies that are further along, so they tend to have a team tend to have some traction and they're no kidding serious about, about launching a great company or continuing to raise money for, for a company. Um, and so that's, that's what we've been doing all over the country. And, you know, the, the reason that a bunker is, is needed is if you look back and at world war two, you had almost 16 million veterans, almost 8 million of them went on to own or operate a business. And that's what kicked off such a huge economic boom. And so if you took where the Nashville Entrepreneur Center is now, there's, you know, six of those buildings right there. If you, if it were circa 1952 and you walked over to the Pinewood Social Restaurant, that'd be owned by a soldier. If you walked over to Emma Email Marketing, that'd be owned by a sailor. So you just had this built-in network. And now you've got the smallest veteran population you've ever had, the most combat experience, the most highly proficient and technically trained. But by the sheer number, we're just spread across this huge country. So it's a really simple mission to have these really tightly connected communities, but have a national reach you can plug in where needed. Yeah, so which is which sounds like Bunker is in essence, and this is just to help explain to our audience too, is, is basically you go into this, um, not a bunker, like a container, right? You go into this container and you meet people in different industries, different fields. They're going to help you, you know, build a business proposal, shape your business, get seed investment money, everything like what, what won't happen, what will happen. Yeah. So the bunker, so everything you do in the military is crawl, walk, run, right? So, yeah. so the bunker sits at that far end of that. So that's the run side. So if you, if you've got an idea and you're just thinking about entrepreneurship, then there are some amazing organizations like Techstars Patriot Bootcamp, like a one day kind of three day. That's where you've got an idea and you want to just sort of think about it. Mm-hmm. And then we're on that walk side where you've got an idea. Now you want to see if there's a market there. Yeah. That's where you would go to like Syracuse university where they've got these 10 day programs. Where do the can... EBV program. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I've been looking e- into that. EBV, yeah. which you haven't done it. You should do it. Yeah. Yeah. So Dr. Mike Haney, I'm going to be writing a letter of recommendation for Zachary Bell here. Um, <laughs> so I'll just go ahead and put in a word on the radio. Um, so that's where you, oh, you've really, really got it. an idea and you're, you're serious about it. Now you want to go see if there's some meat on that. Yeah. And then the bunker really sits to be that place once you go home that you have somewhere to now deploy that idea and you're with 10 to 15 other veteran-led companies. It's an intensive environment. It's one evening a week based on sort of a Harvard case study kind of peer-to-peer learning. Yeah. But at the end of the day, all that's window dressing. The real value is that you've got a group of committed soldiers, airmen, Marines, sailors, and I'm sure we've got a few Coast Guard in there too um, yeah. to be able to help you launch and grow your business. So would you say it's it's like that that place to where you you go from um, conception, you know, t- testing the market to like now you're gonna like um, I'm gonna get to the next level or take it seriously? Yeah, like it gives you like all the resources in your. This local is for area. the people that are gonna be a leader in your community no matter what. Okay. And you're serious about it, mm-hmm. and uh, and so you're you're there to launch and grow that business. Um, and then you know, we also seek to be a place for people to start. So if you're like, I don't know where to go, I have no idea mm-hmm. that that we can help you plug into you know those one and three day events or plug into those ten day events. The bunker it exists for you know we'll take a small group of companies and we'll focus in um, a you know as we'll it's it's a force multiplier really is what it is. You're leveraging as many resources as possible behind you know a few companies to create your own supply and demand. It's not a 
it's not for everyone. Um, and it's not meant to be, uh, it's meant to be for people that are serious about starting great companies. So over the last few, few years, name some of the companies that, that we would recognize that, uh, have gone through the process with the bunker. Yeah. So, um, the bunkers had over a hundred companies all over the country. Um, so we've got companies that, that, that our probably biggest success is a company called ride scout. So ride scout from, uh, concept to acquisition was 18 months. So ride scout is a platform that is like kayak for ground transportation. So we're sitting here in downtown Nashville. If I need to get to the airport, I can go on ride scout and click where I want to go and it'll tell me all of the different public modes of transportation and the time and the money it takes to be able to uh, get to where I want to go and then I can purchase it right in the app. So it was founded by four four or five uh, West Point graduates, Joseph Kopser and Craig Cummings are, are two that are, are leading the team in Austin, Texas. They went to just about every incubator they could get their hands on just to soak up as much knowledge as they could. And they hooked up with the Bunker Labs in Chicago at 1871. And shortly thereafter, they were acquired and moved down to Austin and helped us kick off the Bunker in Austin. Wow. So when I think of Incubator, I think of that show Silicon Valley mm-hmm. with uh, the, the four guys or five guys in the in the house. Yeah. Is that essentially what the Bunker is becoming? Is I mean, is... Yeah. So less nerd city. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. So when we, <laughs> when we started the Bunker in Austin, we assumed that all, you know most of them would be tech companies. We had 12 companies out of the two or, or 12 excuse me, two out of the 12 were like full on tech companies. One was, uh, you know, cybersecurity platform. Um, and the other was uh, basically a crowdsourced real estate investment platform. So very, very high, high tech on sort of the banking side of it. The rest were all over. Uh, we had one, uh, us army Sergeant Rodney Curry started a company called Tactics when he was looking, uh, at his newborn's diaper bag, this purple Barney diaper bag (laughs) next to his assault pack. And he looked at it and he goes, I wonder if I did this and combine them, what would happen? And he created a tactical diaper bag. Uh, Mario and Tina Barrett, husband and wife team, they started a company called sockwork.com, which is a sock and underwear subscription company. And then they do uh, a give back every month to a different veteran charity. There's a, a Marine undergrad started a company called unsweet tea and uh and we helped him go from selling out of the back of his tahoe he was he was selling he had two or two or two or six stores at the time independent stores and we just leveraged our network and you know by the end of his 14 weeks in the bunker he was now at you know over 15 stores in less than three months so uh but a really really wide range of companies so it's it's less on the we're actually industry agnostic um it's more about having that veteran connection be able to understand each other and then having a professional network for veterans to be able to plug into for all the things that you would need for your business. So these these entrepreneurs need to have essentially the the idea pretty well re- refined before they come to the bunker. Or, yeah, and or is they, it something that you guys can help refine it as well? No, so we would help plug into the right folks that can help with that, um, and then the bunker would help when you're further along with that idea. So bunker is a great place to start and we can help plug you into the right resources. If you're in the idea phase or in the development phase. Uh, and then when you're further along is when you would plug into an actual bunker cohort, but there are bunker events that are you know open to the public and things that are going on all over, um, all over the country. Um, and so you can plug into it, but for the actual bunker cohort, that's when you're further along. 
but by no means does that mean you can't, you know, look up bunkerlabs.org and shoot us an email and say, hey, I'm, I've got this idea. Where do I go to get it started? Uh, we definitely want to be an open door for that. Uh, we're just leveraging the resources behind a few companies at a time. Um, yes, and so uh, would you say that Bunker Labs, and we're talking to Blake Hogan here, founder, executive director of Bunker Labs Nashville. You can find out more information at bunkerlabs.org. Um, but would you say that Bunker Labs is more of like you're 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 kind of at that stage to where you're building off the momentum of idea, conception, execution, mm-hmm. right? And so just to keep that mm-hmm. going, into because I feel like anyone could be a small business owner for, let's say, so you say you do it for like ten weeks, right? Let's say you do it for 10 weeks and like the first five to six are like the easier ones because it's real exciting. It's new and it's like a honeymoon phase and everything else to where you get to that stage to where oh no, I've plateaued and this isn't working out. And like, you're basically working out like kinks and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's more of a course correction than a launch. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, and I like that because I feel, I feel like that's where a lot of businesses in general die. And as you know, especially with, you know, I start with this idea that, um, I like the idea of everyone being an entrepreneur, and I'm really amazed by the fact you said 8 million yep. veterans in World War II. Mm-hmm. I like this idea about, you know, veterans, with, especially with the abilities of, you know, all the loans and grants, things you can tap into using some of these small business loans and stuff. Um, but I know a lot of guys who've really kind of been like, uh, I don't know, like 80 to 85% there. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's it's a great idea. It's just not, it doesn't have really caught yet, you know? Yeah. Well, and look, I mean, in the military, you didn't go to the bathroom by yourself, and then you go to start a business by yourself, and it just doesn't make sense. So yeah. now you've got a, a built-in network, right? Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're right. You didn't go to the bathroom by yourself. Yeah. yeah. I sat across the, the, the stall, you know, you're at that at the end of the night when you actually get like two minutes of free time, mm-hmm. and you use that for bathroom time, and you have mm-hmm. a conversation with your buddy about home, but you're sitting on the on the, the head right across the street, or right across the, the alleyway from him, you know, yeah. you're talking. You're like, man... I really wish, I wish this happened. I wish I could go home and have some of Mama's homemade stuff. Yeah. And then we're getting off a tangent, but at the same time, it's like it's important to have that same conversation, that dialogue that goes back and forth between the entrepreneur and a mentor and someone that can have have your back and, and introduce you to the right people. And that's extremely important because – I myself, I would consider myself an entrepreneur, maybe not a serial entrepreneur because I tried my own business. You know, I, I actually opened a coffee shop a few years ago and I, I didn't know anything about the coffee industry. I didn't know anything about business. I Googled everything and it ran really well at the beginning. And then at the end, it was like, man, I really wish I would have taken the steps at the beginning to set up those relationships and that mentor so that I could have a more successful career as an entrepreneur. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, there's a myth out there that, you know, entrepreneurship is that 23 year old college kid that, uh, you know, gets halfway through their second semester at Harvard and then drops out to develop, you know, the next Facebook. Yeah. And, and that's really a myth. I mean, most companies are developed by, you know, people in their, in their late thirties and early forties. Yeah. And most people are on their third, fourth, fifth, uh, venture at the time. I've had two, uh, companies that I've worked on and, you know, one, I, one, I mean, let, let, at the end of the day, both of them didn't succeed. Um, but that doesn't, yeah, I'm not going to quit now. I, now I've just learned. So now I'm going to not make those same mistakes twice. And, and I think people think, Oh, it's an overnight success. Like there is no such thing as an overnight success. It takes 10 years or what, you know, whatever the time. Was it a thousand hours, 10,000 hours, 10,000 hours. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I'm hungrier now than I've ever been because I've got, you know, some really great advice of like, hey, dude, maybe you should go find customers before you go spend a whole bunch of money building right. something that you think people want. Right. Um, so. And that's, you know, I, I admire people who just have the go get itness to go mm-hmm. do it. But at the same time, you need to have that focus and direction. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually got an email where the Veterans Impact got an email from a gentleman by the name of Arnold Braun. He uh, was actually in the U.S. Coast Guard. Um, All right, there he is. Yeah, there he Nailed is. It. He's E7. Um, he, uh, he enlisted in 2000. But he started a company called Pinnit. Cool. Pinnit is uh, it's a startup that shows uh, military members where exactly to place ribbons. And it, it, it's like a it's, – it's almost like a um, – a plastic card that you put all the pins, all the the ribbons and all the medals in so that you don't have to measure it. You don't have to figure out where each one goes. It's just, you put it in there and that's where it goes. And it's, it's amazing, but it's, it's the concept that, that veterans have to, to better their lives on their own, which should be fostered by the community. And I'm glad that the, uh, the bunker is, is stepping up to that plate and helping veterans get to that point. Um, I, w- I would actually have you check it out because it's. I love like, it. I was yeah, I was I excited used, about it. Could have used that with my one ribbon. <laughs> Firewatch. Where's the Firewatch? <laughs> it's, yeah. Um, but it's a pinitcard.com. P-I-N-I-T. So I ribbons because I had one of those too. You had one ribbon. <laughs> yeah. One ribbon. Um, it goes right on the left breast pocket. Yeah. Right above it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, In fact, I won't be wearing my uniform for the ball because I don't want them to be like, why is there a first lieutenant just wandering around here? It's <laughs> just, just a random. Like, no, I'm, I'm actually not yeah. in anymore. Yeah. You know what you ought to do? You ought to just like pull up your pants leg or just like put some translucent cloth right there just so you can see the scars. Mm-hmm. And just nobody would ask you a question. Just walk around and be like, yeah, yeah. And they'll just be like, oh, that guy, that guy probably I could wear, a, I could wear a patch, yeah, an eye guy, patch. That guy probably got <laughs> shot. That's that's why. Yeah. <laughs> With no other ribbons to explain why where that may have happened. Yeah. Well, I mean, I got it's I got all shelled. Relative, yeah. I got shelled in Iraq, and it was uh, I was at the defac or at the chow hall, and uh, was breaking an egg. Yeah, and when egg shell got in my eye. Yeah, and, I, uh, I like to joke around that I have pre TSD. My company. Nice. I'm not gonna lie. They would they would have to lock me up and strap me to a wall if I spent as long as you did just waiting. It was a lose mental my mind. challenge. Yeah, yeah, I would lose my mind. Yeah. Well, and it's like you got hurt in uh, TBS, right? Mm-hmm. So it's the basic school. So some would yeah. say it's quite complicated. Um, definitely a very hard career path to choose. But then the the process, I mean, man, I'm trying to get angry even thinking about it. Just, I remember when I was, breathe, yeah, I remember when I was uh, going on my second deployment, there was this guy there and he was like a Lance and he had um, been there since they did the Fallujah push, my unit did. And he was still waiting just to get out, was on med hold, and was like 27. Um, yeah, he's just a year younger than I am now. And was still there, right? And the guy's like, they just won't let me go. And there was tons of people like that. And that was always fascinating to me that they would just make people wait like it was vin- vindictive. And I, I, I can't speak towards that, but I just that was what I always saw. Like when people were finally just like, you know, like my hip, my knee, my leg, this, like, this is done. Like, you can't fake things, different things like that. And so it's weird to me that the people who were, like, always more physically injured were the ones that were always like, man, what what a guy. But that guy, he doesn't have a kneecap anymore, and he he's just faking it. 
Mm-hmm. You know, when there's people who just like fake injuries and say, you know, I can't drink, you know, I can't sleep, I'm drinking all the time, blah blah blah. You know, they say the kind of set pattern stuff, and they just they just get sent out like a week later. But I don't know, it's just always fascinating to me. So, but no, so, don't don't be hard on yourself by any means. You're doing more than I've ever done. So you you've obviously got a passion to help veterans. Um, you've got a passion to to see them succeed in their lives, and do you think that that passion stems from your brief military history, or is it maybe something that you've always held close to your heart is is helping veterans? Is it? Yeah, I mean, I think it's both. I think, um, you know, I told my mom when I was nine years old I was going to be an officer in the Marine Corps, and she didn't tell me until August 8, 2008, right after I'd been commissioned. Really? Um, she wanted to hold that one and then think, like, maybe you'll go be a doctor. Um, <laughs> but uh, that wasn't that wasn't in the cards for me. And then, you know, when I, uh, you know, when, when I left and I was trying to figure out what I was going to do next, I realized that there were two reasons I'd, I'd been injured. One was for my smoking hot Southern Bell. And then the other was to do this kind Congratulations of Congratulations to you, yeah, sir. thank you. I did outkick my coverage. Uh, <laughs> so, Preach. Yeah, thanks. Uh, I think everybody in this room is yeah. now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. High fives all around. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I really, I think that like, I had a choice to make. I could kind of feel sorry for myself. And I did for a long time. Like I, I went and, you know, I saw at the time it was, um, it was lone survivor and I went and saw that. And I like three days was just like down in the dumps and depressed. And, and, and I was, you know, my wife was like, why don't you go do something about it? And, and that's when I realized like I could make a difference in, in jeans and boots with, you know, without a rifle. Um, and so that's, you know, that's the mission that I'm on now. And I look at, you know, the companies that are going through the bunker as if they're my Marines, you know, even, you know, all, all services, I look at it like this is what I was, was supposed to do. And there's a reason that I got injured and, and, uh, there's a reason I don't have a cool story. It's, it's, you know, it's all, it's all, you know, given me an opportunity to kind of navigate to the bunker. And, you know, and I think, for, you know, a guy like Todd Connor for standing up and, and putting the flag and saying, this is important because, you know, we don't, we don't want to go to a VFW and you know, sit and get drunk. Like we want to go do something. And um, we can go to the VFW after our company is just we can, sold. We can go for, after there, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll go when our company just sold for after we went public, bucks, yeah. Right? But I don't want to go there on a Tuesday afternoon. Um, I want to go be around people that are, are motivated and, and, and ambitious and are going to do cool things. And um, and that's what you know the bunker provides an outlet for. And that's you know that you know at, at the end of the day, whether you're in for four years or forty years, everybody feels like they left something on the table. And finding that next mission is crucial. And uh, the bunker is that for me. Well, and everyone's shaped by by their situations and and lives. Just and some I've seen it just in my life and everyone else's is that like you're given to which only you can handle and take because other people can't. So like you were given this experience of having to go through all these different things of you know waiting for so long, going through waiting to marine your marine career comes to an end. Your wife's saying, "Won't well, just go do something?" And now you're going to be the best person have patience with these young entrepreneurs who are like, I want to build, I want to grow, I want to blah, 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 blah. I want to, on the world, and be like, whoa, whoa, hang on, you know, crawl, walk, run. And you're doing it in such a great way that you're bringing, you know, Bunker to Nashville, you know, and that's, that's a big thing because like, you know, there's, I think we're second overall in the nation of veteran military communities, right? Nash, Nashville, second. I I don't know. It's it's either first or second. It's in the top five. So like, there's a lot of stuff like being in Nashville right now feels like I'm going to, I'm in like the heart of something like a 
People be like, oh, you were there then, you know, like Greenwich Village and like the 60s, 70s, stuff like that. And so it's really cool to see that, but it's, you know, it's even great to see that people were, you know, there's a lot of stuff out that takes a lot of advantage of a lot of people, but there's some people who are just well-intentioned trying to just like, you know, I'm just, I'm just here to help, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a great community. I, you know, there's like, yeah, I've been here, I've been here 60 days and I ended up hooking up with the Nashville Veteran Entrepreneur Society and yep. you, we're going to Charlie Daniel's birthday party tonight see, with the <laughs> yeah. Journey Home Project. Yeah, yeah. Um, Found out about the journeyhomeproject.org. Yeah, I love them. It's his birthday and he's doing a fundraiser. Yeah. yeah I mean, the old man. Yeah, yeah, just out there playing the fiddle. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah. it's cool because, you know, it's that team mentality. Like, if we really want to get stuff done, like, let's go figure out who's great at what, support them in doing that, and get everybody on the same page. And that's what's really exciting about it. So what are a few things that veterans need to come to the table with before they actually start interacting on a full-time basis with the bunker? Yeah, so really it's it's identifying what problem it is that you want to solve, creating uh, and building a team around that, and then going out and solving that problem. So getting your first few customers. Um, and then, you know, at that point, we'd say, you're, you know, do you, do you have customers and do you have a team? Um, and if well, and that's not, your proof of concept, right? Yeah. Like your sales basically. Exactly. Right? Is what, what the market is. And if, and if you're not there, come show up, let's help plug you into the right resources to help you get to that point. Yeah. Well, and I feel like that's what's important. People are like, oh, it's a good idea and different things like that. And I hate to compare it to Shark Tank, but they always have a good point. They're like, you know, what's the bottom line? The bottom line is your sales. Yeah. That'll tell everyone how interested people are in this. Right. Cause I'm always amazed by like. What does move the needle and what doesn't? Right. Well, and we've actually worked with Shark Tank. So we did a veteran casting call with Shark Tank in Austin, Texas. So we brought their producers out to Austin and had over thirty companies pitching to to uh, to the folks there, and they they chose two to continue on. So who we'll they s- pick? Well, you'll have to wait and yeah, see. Yeah, oh, it's like going on right now. I thought yeah. it was last season. You'll have no. to tune oh. in. You'll have to tune in. Yep. Wow, that's awesome. So when when a veteran is is put into this position, excuse me, when a, a veteran is given this opportunity with the bunker, um, how long do you think, and on average, does it take, once they've hit the bunker, how long does it take them to really start to see uh, progress in in a, a positive way? Wow, that's a great question. Um, so the course itself is 14 weeks, and then you kind of go into an alumni status where we're having you know monthly and quarterly events, and... Um, you know, we had folks like take Alex Recker with Unsweet Tea, for example. You know, he just needed some introductions to Austin Java, which is kind of like crema here. Uh-huh. And there's, you know, maybe a dozen Austin Javas. And Joseph Kopser happened to live next door to the guy that owned Austin Java and said, look, you need to talk to this Marine. And in a week, he was now in, you know, twice as many stores. So it, it really just... It, you know, having really specific asks makes it helpful. And we were able to just leverage the veteran network. And, you know, in a couple of weeks, he had doubled and tripled the amount of stores he was in. Wow. So the, that's obviously, it's on a case-by-case basis. Right. But as long as you come to the table with all of your ducks in a row, as yeah. long as you have a, a fully loaded belt-fed weapon, you guys will help them fire it. Yeah, and a desire to learn, right? Awesome. Like, you know, if, if you don't, if you think you've got it figured out, then don't show up. Because, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's one of the most important things in life is humility. Right. And knowing that you don't know everything. Yeah. You know, of, of our core values, I think the one that will continue to make the bunker sustainable is no ego. And, and you can get a lot done when you don't care who gets the credit. 
Well, and I like that a lot. And, you know, again, we're talking to Blake Hogan here, founder and executive director of Bunker Labs in Nashville. And you find out them about, find out more about them at bunkerlabs.org. Um, but, you know, just going with you to the Entrepreneur Center and stuff and seeing some of the names on the wall and to think that those are the people that people will interact with. You know, I might just start a company just for, <laughs> yeah, just to do it because I mean, like, they are the people who have you know built healthcare, built publishing, you know, built technology, you know, shaped our state and the future that it'll have for you know decades and decades to come, long after they're gone. And I'll be right there just scooping it up, hopefully. But you know, to think that those are the people who are going to help you guide your business and you know your life and everything else in that way. I mean, it's you know it's envious in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've definitely yet to be the smartest guy in the room. At the Entrepreneur Center. Oh, at, at the Entrepreneur Center. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So right now. Right now you're leading the pack. Yeah. You're leading the pack. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, that's nice. It's because you you're. Yeah. It's because the the tone of your voice. Yeah. It's, oh, there it's, it is. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's the way you enunciate. Yeah. It's the it's the, I guess the cadence. Sure. The cadence. Yeah. Yeah. It's a. Uh, yeah. Very. You can, you can thank Jeff Tricky, my high school quarterback coach, for that one. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I speak in you know. Uh, he teaches you how to count. So exactly. <laughs> did you yep. you talk in silent count? I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like you're just like all right. Run the play. Yep. Here we go. Set. Hi. Two ten. <laughs> Two ten. Yeah. Hut, hut. Yeah. That's how I. It's been. So you were the quarterback, huh? Well, I didn't play a whole lot, but man, did I really try. Yeah. <laughs> Warm that bench with like yeah. the best of them. Yeah. Listen, you gotta. Sometimes you gotta accept that the your role is a supporting role, and that's you know that's and the whole deal with the bunker is like yeah. I, it's a supporting role, and so. Maybe they've been prepping me even longer than I've thought. For a bunker football team. Yeah, that's a great idea. Did, or did I not go where? No, I think was you that the one that caught that? I think maybe. That's what the prepping said to me. No, I, I meant that like I had spent a lot of time on the bench. Oh, and then yeah, like in go. the Marine Corps, spent some time on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, yeah. So oh. now you are in a, a place where you are wanting to support veterans yeah. and still with that go root for them yeah. kind of mentality. I'm a cheerleader. You know, I'm just like, what do you guys need? Here to serve. Well, I mean, you've got a lot of advice to give. Like, well, I want to know what it's like to, you know, have two companies and then, you know, have the experiences you had. What is, what is that like? To have them and then just like have them blow up and, and I mean, and, no, I, and I mean, bankrupt. If you, well, it's, it's, uh, we didn't go bankrupt, but we did lose a lot of shitload of money. So what, so you're an entrepreneur, you're doing all these things. Mm-hmm. Are you, are you with your wife this time? Are you dating or? Yeah. Yeah. So we did the whole time. So I have like. You're married then. Yes. So, well. All of the above. We've been dating and or married. And through okay, so you're together. Term. So you're trying to build a future for you and this her and everything really else. This I'm, yeah. I'm so confused right now. So, so wait, wait. You're married now and yep. you were dating. Previously. Previously. Yeah. So before, that's what. That's we, how it works? We were in the courtship period. Okay. The courtship. Yeah. Yes. He, hadn't, he hadn't made the dowry wrote, yet to her yeah, family. You wrote true. the note. I didn't you, know how many goats it would take. How many goats did it take? <laughs> a lot. A lot of goats. More than I I, I thought. Um, Did you have to barter for other things to buy the goats to give to your... Incense has really moved up the charts in value these days. Luckily, I had a stash of myrrh. (laughs) 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 Wow. You took that biblical. I did. Yeah. Yeah. So so you're you're dating, you're together, and so you've got these companies and... um, you know, you don't have to talk about this unless you want to, but I'm really curious about like how did we deal with the failure of the company? Yeah, so what is yeah. that like? What is that so, like look, and how to bounce got, back from you, it? I mean, you gotta have a supportive partner, like mm-hmm. period. And I have the most amazing wife that gets it. Like I mean, she when when we met, um, you know, I early on in my Marine Corps career where I thought we were gonna be able to work through the injuries and get back into training. And so she knew that that was, you know, gonna be my lifestyle. And so 
the business lifestyle, she's like, well, he's probably not going to get killed till like if he just loses money, then you know that's well, that's a know, win, right? But you, I mean, but, uh, there aren't a lot of folks that are comfortable with that kind of lifestyle and and knowing that like you're not sure how you're going to pay for things, the uncertainty, know? yeah, the mm-hmm. uncertainty, yeah. like. But if you don't have that support network at home, forget it. Forget it. You're not going to be able to do it. Um, I mean, there were many, many times where I went home like, I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know how we're going to do this. Um, and you know, and we're going to have those times in in the future. And hopefully, I can make it you know smarter decisions. And and uh, but yeah, I mean, well, it's it, hindsight's twenty twenty, and yeah. I feel like a lot of things in life you really do just have to trial and error. Yeah. Well, we did. Uh, and but it was within reason. Like there were points where we kind of had some some thresholds or like if we get to this point then like we need to pull chocks and, yeah and we did that and but you know i i think that um i'm really uh i'm really straightforward with her like i tell her you know everything that's going on and, and so she knows like good to bad and the ugly um and i think that that made it easier uh mm-hmm. and so uh, yeah, I mean, if you just, you got to have that support network, you're setting yourself up for failure. If you know, you're trying to go to a conference and your you know partner is like, uh, I thought we were going to, you know, hang out. It's like, look, I, if, if they're not going to support you in your professional development, then you've got bigger problems. Well, it's, I'm sure, I'm sure it's like any relationship it's going to be a give and take, but transparency yeah. is the most important. Mm-hmm. I believe with that, you know, mm-hmm. more than anything else, like there's no password, there's no login, there's nothing that my wife doesn't have of mine. Right. And it's just because I was, you know, if she needs to check on something, I'll show it to her anyways. But, like, she can do it whenever, right. you know. And especially when it comes to, you know, money, finances, and future and plan everything. So, but what happens after? So what is, I guess what I'm trying to get at is, like, going through these experiences of having these companies and having these you know, these losses, which is really just experience. It's a different way of looking at experience. Yeah. Is what's the things that you've learned from it and what is the best advice you could give veterans and stuff? Yeah. So, um, or entrepreneurs in general. Yeah. I think one is just asking better questions. Uh-huh. Um, I think I, I think the Marine in me and, and all of us is we just want to go take the hill. And, yeah. And that mentality is great, but you've got to throttle that at times to make sure that you're doing things, you know, in a, in a hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. And that is a really, really difficult balance. Um, the other is understanding. And this is one I think we, we screw up the most is building the team around people that we we like and that we know rather than the skills that we need for the company to be successful. So if you think if you take any fire team, you've got everyone's got a specific job on that team and people are cross trained so you know how to figure out and pick it up. But if you had four gunners on a on a team, then like, well, well great. What like that's that's a, uh, you're not you're not helping anybody out there. You got to uh, build internally instead of externally. Yeah. I mean, you just like, you go in a uh, perfect example in business. You go get eight sales guys on a team. You're going to go sell the shit out of that product. And then there's going to be nobody to deliver it. Yeah. Um, and so it's really simple things that you, you've got to have people that balance you out. Um, and, and I'm not, I'm a huge, huge believer in focusing on your strengths. Like mm-hmm. I love to, I love to go out and sell. I love to go out and build teams. If if you've got me like back in the office doing Excel spreadsheets, I'm gonna I'm gonna rip my hair out. And yeah. So um, at some point you gotta just suck it up, do what needs to get done. But you need to focus on your strengths, ask really great questions, and surround yourself with a great team. Well, Blake, thank you so much for joining us today on the Veterans Impact Radio Show. Is there anything else that you would like to specifically say to veterans who may be either suffering or possibly looking to start their own business? Yeah, I mean. Two? 
Look, at the end of the day, uh, we didn't do anything alone when when we were in the military, so don't try and do it on your own when you leave. That's just stupid. Um, and so you've got people that, that care about you. You know, and what the bunkers done is really create a very positive brand image. Our objective is to create our own supply and demand because we understand people's experiences and how to slot people in. Um, look, this is some of the most, you know, proficient, technically trained, most like badass service we've ever had in the world. So let's go out and leverage that to go and create great things. Exactly. Yeah. Well, man, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, Zach, you, you've got a couple other things that you wanted to ask. Yeah. And, uh, you know, again, today, you know, it was our pleasure to have Blake Hogan here, director of business partnerships at the Nashville Entrepreneur Center. You find them at ec.co. And he's also the founder and executive director of Bunker Nashville, which we're going to find out a little bit more information about that coming in the future, huh? Yes, yeah, so there will be an announcement uh, right around Veterans Day that'll give you the timeline and battle plan for the Bunker Labs Nashville rollout. Awesome. And where can we find that at? You can find it at bunkerlabs.org. Awesome. Thanks again, Blake. Thank, Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And uh, Zach, you know what? As we always say when we're closing a show, um, this is it. Drink lab. Drink lab. <laughs> drink lab. Wow, drink lab. You got me thinking about bunkerlabs.org. Bunker yeah. hey, drink water, stay motivated, and Zach. Adjust rounds and fire for effect. Thanks. This is my rifle. This is my gun. Let's get them, boys. Come on. Get you stuck. Hey guys, this is Matthew with the Veterans Impact Radio Show. Have questions about your DD-214 or benefits? Email us. It's that easy at info at veteransimpact.com for more information. Yeah, uh, this burger and the kale chips are amazing. I, I, I have been, I have been to a lot of restaurants. But Zach, Zach Jenkins from Electric Slider, I'm telling you, by far the best I've ever had. You know, um, you could find out more about Zach and uh, Electric Sliders at electricsliders.com. But I'm telling you, yeah, I, I it's pretty amazing. Like, it's pretty awesome.